It's a movement, but it's about people. Be the People is about we the people joining forces to reclaim and reshape the best of our nation's time-treasured traditions. Each week, we offer insightful interviews with movers and shakers from all different spheres of life. And now, please welcome Dr. Carol Swain. Welcome to the Be The People Show. Today, I'm interviewing Wayne Dupree, an Air Force veteran, a father, and a mover and shaker in the conservative movement. Wayne is the host of the Wayne Dupree Show. In addition, he's a member of Project 21, a black conservative network, and he's a regular contributor to numerous radio and TV shows. I'm sure you've seen him before. Wayne is also a father of three sons. Today, he's going to share his incredible journey from liberalism to conservatism and his prescriptions for black America in the era of Trump and coronavirus and social distancing and all that other fun stuff we're enduring right now. Help me to welcome Wayne Dupree to the Be The People Show. Welcome, Wayne. Hey, Dr. Swain, how are you? I am great and so pleased to have you on the show. Thank you, thank you. Um, I, I say that I'm honored uh, to have gotten um, uh, the request because I've been watching you on uh, TV. I've been, I've been watching, um, uh, I've, I've checked out your YouTube channel. Um, I've seen um, a lot of the uh, material that you post and you are one bold and proud woman. I've got to tell you, you're one bold and proud patriot. I'll, I'll say it like that. You know, what's interesting, too, um, about me is that I was shy most of my life, mm. and I had a late Christian conversion experience in 1999, and God removed my fear of public speaking, and wow. I guess new believers tend to be more zealous, and mm-hmm. so I realized that my life was about Christ and that nothing else really mattered, and so that took away any fear that I might would have had otherwise. You know what? And... We're talking about uh, my conversion, and basically, what you just said was was like the blueprint for my conversion because I just uh, I, I left the Democratic Party in two thousand and eight. So for most of my life, I was a Democrat. So I was a late starter with the conservative movement, but when I but when I got in, I was all in. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I was like, wait a minute, hold on now. I learned that. Okay, that was wrong. That was wrong. That was wrong. <laughs> I was told that, and that was wrong too. And it made me angry. It made me mad that I had been lied to. So that, may, I mean, man, my fervor, my anger, my man. I, I mean, I was agitated. I was frustrated. I mean, I was like, I've got to let other people know what I just found out because you know, living in the dark uh, and. Um, I, I, it, it just it, it just burned me up, doctor. It just burned me up that I had uh, been living in the dark for so long. I I love to be informed about a lot of stuff. My father was a pastor uh, during the Cambridge riots, um, Cambridge, Maryland. Um, and my mom, well, <laughs> my mom used to tell me, yeah, we had to have National Guard outside the house because your father wouldn't shut his mouth. But um, 
uh, he was. And very, you inherited that from him, right? I never thought I would. <laughs> I never thought it. I I didn't see it. And but you know he was he was um, big time in the NAACP back then. And uh, and like where funny thing where other kids had baseball cards. I had um, uh, these cards that had uh, Black History uh, uh, leaders and 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 uh, people that had done a whole lot of things within um, the Black um, movement, and that's how I—I I mean, I soaked that up. My father called me a bookworm for it. Well, that is very interesting. Uh, it was two thousand and eight when. Uh, President Bush appointed me to two positions as an independent in 2009 when I became active as a um, Republican. Mm -hmm. And so I was a Democrat for most of my life uh, as well. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of hard. It's almost like when you're born black, you're mm -hmm. born uh, black, first of all, mm -hmm. but you're also born a Democrat uh, in most cases. And so it's hard to work your way out. Uh, I'm very interested in learning uh, how your family reacted to your um, transformation. <laughs> <laughs> My mom says, I pray for you all the time. I pray for your safety. Um, so yeah, she, she's, uh, the thing is, be, again, growing up in a strict Christian home, uh, most of the values basically were conservative values. It's just that they, it, It's just that they voted Democrat because um, and I jump on this subject all the time. We really never saw any Republicans come into the neighborhood. Nobody even talked to anybody within the neighborhood. So well, the Maryland, who, that state, isn't that mostly a Democratic state anyway? So whether they're white or black, everyone's a Democrat pretty much. Yeah, and, and for some reason, Republicans just won't go into the state. They, they won't touch it. And I remember when I was young, uh, uh, Jesse Jackson was coming to town, and uh, he they they had they had rented out the the high school um, field, the high school football field, and Jesse Jackson was coming to town, and you know I all I mean it was filled up with a whole lot of black people, and you know we're sitting out there, I'm like, why why are we who is this guy? I mean even though I knew based on the history stuff, I'm like. All these people, wow, they, I, you know, they're all here for Jesse Jackson. The thing is, I mean, but like I said, if there had been a whole lot of a, a, a program, I don't know, a, 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 a blueprint, a template for Republicans to knock on doors back then and say, listen, we have we have our way of doing things too. And, you know, we this is how you can succeed. This is this is what we believe in. Things probably would have been a whole lot better, but that's what happened back then. Well, Wayne, I can tell you from my own experiences that I've attended campaign events, you know, as a professor, mm -hmm. and listened to the Republican consultants tell would-be Republican candidates not to go in the Black community. They need to go hunting where the ducks are. And as a consequence, uh, if Republicans, even when I ran for mayor, uh, people were encouraging me not to go into the black communities. But that it was hurt. advice I did not follow. Good, but good, that good. has been the uh, advice. And I think that has 
changed, you know, recently under President Trump? Uh, well, for him, yes. The advice has changed. I don't know about what the candidates are actually doing or yeah. the politicians. Yeah, for him, because uh, when he was running in 2016, and you saw him go into Detroit, and you saw him going to Wisconsin, and you saw him going to places that former Republicans probably would have never went went into. You know, you see him. President Trump was walking the streets of Detroit with um, Dr. Ben Carson shaking hands and stuff. You really didn't see that. So when I came over in 2008, I was like, well, and then they lost with McCain and then they lost with uh, uh, Romney. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I didn't join this party to be losing all the damn time. <laughs> That's how I felt too. I mean, a lot of times it's just you vote, you either vote for a rhino or just you know, one losing conservative yeah. candidate after another. We yeah. need to take a break, Wayne. And after mm -hmm. we um, take this break, then I'd like to hear more about, um, you know, your experiences. Okay. Each week, the Be The People Show presents interviews with insightful guests from the world of politics, religion, media, and culture. The Be The People Show is on podcast. It offers bonus footage. To listen to Be The People online, go to the BeThePeopleNews.com website and subscribe to the Be The People podcast, heard also on the America Out Loud Network. AmericaOutloud.com is the voice of liberty and justice for all. Well, as we celebrate our four-year anniversary, thank you for making it all possible. We are a grassroots movement of patriots, blogs, podcasts, video, and 24-7 talk radio on our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. We are the vision of the voices America Out Loud Talk Radio. I'm back with my guest, Wayne Dupree. And Wayne, so continue that story that you were starting when we went on break. Oh, yeah. I mean, back in, I mean, after after losing McCain, and I really, honestly, I really thought McCain and um, uh, Palin had a chance, or at least I wanted them to have a chance. But then they got smoked. They, you know, they really got smoked with the election. And then Romney came, and I was like, okay. Romney got a chance, but when you hear the results in Pennsylvania, yeah, he won 126% of a district. How in the heck did, and, 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 and um, uh, um, the other guy didn't get nothing. Uh, um, Romney didn't get nothing, but Obama got 126% of the district. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, I see what's going on. Um, you know, I, 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 I said to myself, I did not join this party to lose these elections. These people, they, they got people on top that swear that they know what they're doing and they don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to talk to people. They, I, the message, they don't know how. To, so when President, I mean, when um, then candidate Trump in 2015, because I interviewed him five times um, in two years. That is great. I interviewed him, yeah, and he gave he gave the he gave me the interviews, and he remembered who I was, and uh, that's why I, 
let me put this in it. That's why when, when people say he's racist, let me say something. Racist people do not give quarter to people who they don't like. They, I mean, if they don't like you, if they don't trust you, if they don't like your cop, they, they are not going to hang around you. They're not going to give you no interview. You can also see, you know, with President Trump, how he deals with people that he doesn't trust. And but he felt he uh, you could tell his comfort level mm-hmm. around black people mm-hmm. and around church people. Mm-hmm. And you saw, at least with the church people, how it increased that he seems yeah. very comfortable, you know, in a black church or where people are worshiping and praying. Right. And th- I mean, with that, after Romney and McCain, uh, I told myself, I would, and, and plus eight years with um, Barack Obama, I told myself I would never vote after, after, uh, after yelling and, and saying all, all types of manner of things against Barack Obama as a junior senator and, and not being experienced. I told myself I would never vote for a senator. Um, or really even a congressman, I would never, well, not vote. Um, they wouldn't be my number one candidate because mm-hmm. um, I look toward governors. I look toward governors, uh, uh, individuals that have uh, worked with a budget before, that know how to create jobs, that, um, that uh, have worked with unions, have worked with... Uh, um, a plethora of uh, uh, minorities and different things like that. So governors to me, and well, if you are a straight senator, if you've been a senator for eight, nine years, you haven't created any budgets. You, you don't know how to create jobs. You just know how to uh, sit and argue on the floor. And I, but you really don't know how to work with the American people. But we actually do, you know, need uh, some new blood in Washington. What oh, we yeah, need we is statesmen yes. and stateswomen. And that is what I'm hoping is that somehow we will be able to elect people that are not there to advance themselves and their portfolio. They are there because they care about American values. That's why we need these statesmen to rise up from the from these local uh, 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 these local offices state offices, because that's where, that's another thing I learned after switching over. I used to think all the changes came from the top Now, No, it's like a farmer. All the changes come from the bottom up. You got to grow that seed in, in um, the city, in the states, in the towns. You got to get involved with those, uh, those elections and fix things on a local level and then grow up, I mean, move things up. And that's something that I really um, didn't understand. I really, but I do now. Well, I can tell you that right now I'm very disappointed with the American people around their responses to this uh, coronavirus hysteria Mm -hmm. that was created by the media, that people are just willing to just roll over uh, when it comes to their constitutional rights. And I don't know if you followed uh, Ventura, California, where they are, going to be monitoring people with a social distance, no, not social distancing, contract, contact tracing. Yeah. Contact tracing. Yeah. yeah. And so they are encouraging people, you know, to rat out um, everyone that they have been in contact with 
but the government is going to have people that to knock on your door every day to see if you're at home. And if you're not, you're going to get fined. Uh, you're going to be penalized. All these terrible things. And if I wanted uh, to get even oh, with someone I didn't like, yeah. I could say that I had contact with them. I yep. could make their lives miserable for 14 oh, yeah. days because they have to be quarantined if they've had any contact with me. You know what? And that, <laughs> I mean, I, I saw I saw um, Governor Abbott in Texas say that um, that uh, he that they were going to use that contact tracing too. But what but what you said just just few minutes ago? I was thinking about this yesterday. Man, if your coworker <laughs> if your coworker don't like you, and you in your office and you just have that minor. <coughs> <laughs> I think he just coughed. Let me go tell the supervisor he got coronavirus, and you know, I, I, it, it, you know, it's it's. Don't sneeze people, during aller allergy season. Don't sneeze. Let me tell you something. I was in the supermarket about a week and a half ago, and I'm going. I'm 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 rolling down the aisle. I, I got my mask on, and I had to sneeze. I'm like, man, if I sneeze in here, somebody can't. <laughs> so it's good. So I, I was like, oh. <laughs> don't sneeze, don't sneeze. And I got outside, I was like, Achoo. but man, I was like, man, if I sneeze in here, somebody gonna be like, get him on camera. He's sneezing on stuff. He coughing on stuff. I was like, nope, 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 nope. nope. Well, the other thing is that the mask may kill us uh, independently because there's some evidence that for one thing, they really don't protect people, but they uh, cause you to breathe your own carbon uh, monoxide yeah. and they create headaches and all kinds of bad side effects. Plus in New York City, they're saying that the people now who are contracting COVID-19 are the ones that never left their apartments. They followed the rules perfectly. They're the ones that are getting sick the fastest because their immune systems have been weakened. You know, I um, I did a story on my website about a month and a half, uh, sometime in March, uh, where the 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 New York um, apartments where a whole lot of minorities are, the 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 management knew about uh, the restrictions and different things like that. They they had their uh, uh, hand wipes and this stuff. Mm -hmm. But they didn't put anything through the buildings. Now, if you look at those buildings, those buildings are rat infested, um, got all types of stuff wrong with those buildings, and the elevators are smaller than this. Yes. So, so you don't you don't know what type of whatever is in those buildings and in those small places, and you know you could see a whole lot of people, um, knock on wood. Uh, contracting that um, disease and getting sick, but it was the management. The, it's the management that that should have put that should have taken care of those things, and they didn't. Yeah, they so, should have put up signs. You know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take a break, and when we return, I'd like to hear you talk about voting and what you believe voters should be doing, regardless of race, right now. Okay. 
What if there was a book that took the mystery out of prayer, one that made it easier for people to pray God's Word with miraculous results? There is such a book. Joy Lamb's The Sword of the Spirit, The Word of God is a handbook that has changed the lives of thousands of people around the world. You can order your life-changing copy from Joy Lamb's website, thesoardofthespiritbook.com. Order Joy's book and listen to her audio prayers while you're there. Welcome back to the uh, Be The People show. I'm Carol Swain. My guest today is Wayne Dupree. We're talking about all things American, including our conversion experiences, yeah. uh, not just Christian, but also uh, from Democrat to Republican. Mm-hmm. So, Wayne, I know you have a lot of ideas about voting. Mm. Share those. You know what? Um, I remember being in a barbershop, and uh, you know how barbershops are. You know, you that polit- when that political stuff starts ramping up, it starts ramping up. A business, a bit, a so-called alleged business owner came in, and he was uh, talking about uh, how voting doesn't help the black community. It doesn't help it. Really? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm. I'm here in Baltimore, and he came in, and that's what he said. And before, before I could get my argument out to him, he also included that he tells the young people that work for him, the young boys that work for him don't vote because the system is the system you can't beat the system and i mean i got what a horrible message to give to young people oh my god i mean and 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 it's like here i am i'm going to start arguing with this guy but i can't reach the people that he's already talked to and it's almost like a virus because if those young boys take that message of don't vote because you can't fix the system. And he takes and and they take it within their little pieces of the community. And they share the message that he just spread. Now you got a generation of people that are saying, well, you know, not gonna vote because it's not gonna change anything, you know, you know. And I know you agree. Look, you wanna you wanna make change, you gotta sit down at the table. You gotta get up to that table and and you go, look, I got a voice too. I got a voice. I want to be heard, and that's why the and that's why these local elections and local community uh, um, uh, meetings and stuff is very important. You have you have to go in and say, no, I want this to happen for the education for my children. No, this needs to happen for my community and my neighborhood. You have to. I mean, if you want to change, you have to be a part of this stuff. And I've seen, honestly, there are more nine voters out there then there are voters and that's a huge block and i for me i wish to some i wish people would i wish the leaders would start thinking about the non-voters because there are too many out there and there are some of them are not some of them are not minorities they're christians they're christians right right they're christians and uh well i mean and, they that doesn't that didn't come out right well, <laughs> they used to be more part of the system or part of the electoral system years ago. Uh, they used to care a whole lot more than they do today. And I'm talking about um, black churches and different things like that. I mean, now now you have um, 
And this is something I meant to say a long time ago, too. I mean, um, a few minutes ago, uh, when I was talking about Jesse Jackson, uh, about uh, Republicans coming into the uh, coming to the community. I don't, and you probably remember this too. You walk in <laughs> years ago. You used to walk into a black home and you saw the the Trinity on the wall: Kennedy, King, and then Kennedy. You <laughs> and that picture of Jesus. And, oh, oh yeah. You oh yeah. You had to have Jesus. You have to have Jesus and Johnny Walker. Uh, no, um, Johnny Washington. But um, with with those things, uh, you really that the the merge uh, with the Democrat Party and uh, black voters. A lot of those commercials that used to come on TV from those Democrat um, candidates was I marched with King. Yes, I know. I remember that. You remember that, mm-hmm. and that's and and I'm saying all this to say this: they attached themselves to Martin Luther King every election. I march with King. I march with King. I march with King. And Republicans never said that. <laughs> Republicans never said that. And when I was growing up, my parents never told me that Republicans were hateful and hated black people. My parents never said that. I heard that on the street. I heard that in the community. Did your parents know that the Republicans had fought for civil rights and that they were the party of Lincoln and uh, any of the things that Republicans did over the decades to advance civil rights? Were they aware of that? To be honest, my parents never talked about Republicans like that. I that's really never. A, even, yeah, that's the way I, I grew up. I never knew about the Republicans that way inside the house. I heard it on the street, like like when Ronald Reagan got elected. Uh, <laughs> I remember my pastors like, no, well, a whole lot of um, a whole lot of uh, people in the community. Yeah, um, he's the devil, Ronald Wilson Reagan, six six six. I mean, I I, rem- I remember hearing that, but my parents never said anything about it. Um, but they but they tried their best to keep me. Um, involved with learning about the history and what we did and stuff, but they never lab- they never labeled um, uh, black leaders Democrat or Republican. They never labeled them with a political party. They said this they helped this way. They helped this way. This is what you can do. That and that's how they brought that to us. Well. Uh, if you coming up ahead with this election, like what mm-hmm. advice would you like to give Americans? Because we're talking about we're talking mostly about the black community, but also there are a lot of non-voters among the white Christian community. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the thing is, you have to look at your family. You have to look at your family. You have to look at your surroundings. You have to look at where you are. Now. Over the last three years, now we're not talking about this corona coronavirus month, but you have to look at the last three years and say, okay, this is where we have been. This is where our finances have been. No matter what the media is saying, this is where the current president has taken us. Did it help us? If it didn't help you, then 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 I don't know what the deal was and 
while you were turning down stuff. But if it did help you, then you have to continue what's going or what is pushing this country forward. You can't go back to individuals because I tell you one thing, if the Democrats get back in office, if Democrat leaders get back in office, they're going to tax businesses. And I know a lot of people say, well, you know, the business take all the money and stuff and that. The businesses make money and then they hire employees. They just don't make money and then just walk away and just keep it for themselves. They hire employees to make more money and to make more money, they hire more employees. If Democrats get in office, the leaders, they will tax businesses. And those taxes will visit you in your house. Everything. They would do more. I mean, the mayor of Nashville has um, announced a 32% tax increase mm -hmm. during a time when he has prevented people from working because mm -hmm. of the coronavirus mm -hmm. hysteria. But, you know, 32% pay increase, a lot of Democrats are going to suffer. And if you don't own the, uh, um, I mean, tax increase, property tax increase, if you don't own property and you're a renter, you're still mm -hmm. going to suffer because the prices are going to go up. Your rent is going to go up. Right, right. And, 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 and again, they are going to go after these businesses and the businesses are going to raise prices. They're going to raise taxes. And then that's going to affect us at the bottom. And then we're going to be right back where we started from. Uh, and uh, with crazy laws. And, uh, you know, they might even make laws for dogs to, to um, go into women's bathrooms with the next president. <laughs> I agree. And Wayne, in the time that's remaining, could you tell our listeners how they can get in contact with you and learn more mm -hmm. about what you're doing? Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Swing. Um, you can always go to WayneDupree.com, one of the top conservative websites out there, five to six million page views a month, and it's run by a young black conservative. Ha -ha. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, just type in Wayne Dupree Show. And um, if you're looking for another podcast to listen to, just download the Wayne Dupree Show on your local uh, podcast platform. I'm there. Uh, and I look forward to and leave a message if you can. Leave leave a review. Let me know that you listen to me on Dr. Swain's show, and I'll be I'll be greatly appreciated. And I will also post in the show description information as to how our listeners uh, can get in contact with you. Thank and you. if you're listening to the Be the People show on radio, you can always go to be the people news dot com and the podcast will be posted there, and you can see the show description. And as always, uh, I remind you, the we the people, mentioned in the preamble of the Constitution, to stand up and be the people who mm -hmm. reclaim our nation and our world. And this is a time that you have to be involved. Right. Everything is at stake. Make sure you do your part for your nation. Until next time, be the people.